All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Set in Stone podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, meet the sponsors, Marvel's Marvel and Chuds. This is the Set in Stone podcast. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play Little League instead. I'm Steve Stone. I'm James Stone. I'm the other guy. Well, no, wait, you're the other guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> I'm the main guy now. I've officially taken over. The world is now mine. And cut. <laughs> <laughs> and the show is now over. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us for this 33-second podcast. <laughs> Tune in next time for another 33 seconds of awesome. Because it'll be just me. Because <laughs> I will be the only one there. They can be only one. <laughs> we are now the Highlander of podcast. Welcome to the Setting Highlander podcast. <laughs> I'm Duncan McLeod. And I'm Trevor. <laughs> Trevor McLeod. I'm, I'm Marty. <laughs> I'm not even a mortal. I'm just here. I'm just a time traveler. Me and Thank the dog. <laughs> I have my dog. Shitsu. Hi, Shitsu. No, it's Einstein. No, my guys. I said Marty. I went with Back to the Future. Oh, gee, Doc. (laughs) I can't do it. Come on, Copernicus. (laughs) Deep cuts. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, on this uh, Set in Stone podcast, we're just going to talk about one of the greatest actors of all time. Possibly two. Depending on how far we can go in <laughs> Maybe three if we were really strapped for ideas. <laughs> One of the greatest actors of three times. Or greatest wait, three actors of all time. <laughs> the greatest know. actor of all three times. <laughs> Doctor No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be all eighteen million times. Uh no, today we're gonna talk about Tim Curry. Yeah. Tim Curry is awesome. Uh, born Timothy James Curry. Uh, I like that middle name. Yeah. 1941? Uh, April 19th of 1946. Thank you, Wikipedia. Woohoo! <laughs> um, he, we're going to go over, like... Everything we can remember or the internet can tell us about him. <laughs> which, we're not going to do that because he has a huge, extensive career uh, starting oh, yeah. back... At least on IMDb back in 1968, yep. uh, television theater form. He was a waiter and uh, a tele- television theater from um, Sinking Fish Movie Sideways. He was the waiter, and he, he was called James Curry at the time. Good name. Yes, and then he Good got name. smart and changed it to. to <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so he did some little stuff. It's in the middle, just like me. It's still, it's always there. Always in the middle. Uh, he played a man, a madman on a TV series called Stage Two back in 72. Sounds like BBC stuff. It doesn't say. Well, he was born in, uh, Europe, right? London? Uh, he was born in, uh, Grapenhall, Cheshire, England. Cheshire. Cheshire. Grapenhall. Um, yeah, he, uh, 
he definitely has an extensive career, but when you think of the name Tim Curry, what what's the first thing that pops in your head? It's a tie for me because it's both – well, it's kind of a three-way tie now, think about it, because my first memory of him uh, is always Clue. Ah, yeah. That, I, I, which I have. <laughs> and that is one of the – Greatest performances of all time of that type of comedy. This crazy, almost like Monty Python-esque slapstick, uh, you know, verbal gymnastics of, you know, the ability to speak at levels that no human should be able to speak. <laughs> and then um, the next one is... Um, and Clue he did back in 1985. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, with... As, uh, as Wadsworth. Wadsworth, yes. Uh, with um, Michael McKean, um, uh, Madeline Kahn, um, oh gosh, uh, so many other Aline, good, uh Brennan, Aline Brennan, yes, uh, Brenda Bacara, Lloyd was then in there, Christopher Lloyd, Michael, yeah, Martin Mull, Martin Mull, oh, yeah, Leslie Ann Warren, Leslie Colin Warren, uh, yeah, there's just so leaving so many great actors in that film, and then uh, of course. Um, well, not of course. I'll, wait. I'll leave that one to the end. But uh, the other one that was always shocked me, and I never forgot, Legend, as the Darkness. Legend, yeah. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> cool. Yeah. Sit. Drink with me. <laughs> Legend he was, was so scary in that. Yeah, that was a badass movie. That Tom, was actually the Tom, Tom Cruise's, Cruise's earliest, one of his earliest um, roles. It's the first role that I ever saw him that I, like, like it's the first Tom Cruise movie that I recognize Tom Cruise in. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when I think back on Tom Cruise's career and I, I think when was the first time I ever saw that guy? It was in legend. legend. Um, but then only because you couldn't watch risky business. <laughs> <laughs> well, what overshadows, uh, Tom Cruise in that movie, of course, was Tim Curry. Tim Curry. His yeah. performance in that was just, I, I, I've heard the commentary on that and uh, it's, um, uh, Tony Scott, I believe. That? Might have been Ridley. I think it was Tony Scott. Um, but like, uh, like their budget was so low. Most of everything was spent on makeup effects, and it, that was the whole thing was shot on a soundstage. Can you believe that? The oh, wow. rivers, the horses, the forest, all of it was on a soundstage. Well, and the, you know what's crazy about that is that Legend came out the same year that Clue came out. Wow. They both came he out did those back to back. He's like, you know what? I'm going to do some crazy makeup stuff. Or I'm done doing makeup stuff. Let's do some talking and without the giant, you know, fangy teeth. But um, Tim Curry yeah. was saying, on the, I, it was either on an interview or um, or the director was saying it, that um, that Tim was in the suit when he did that charging shot where they had to hold him up with wires and he went charging at Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, that was all, like, bodysuit and prosthetics. And then he hit his head against the wall, and Tom Cruise is, like, you know, inches from his face and all that. And he said, he said it's one of the hardest things he's ever had to do is learn to walk in that harness because the suit weighed probably over 100 pounds. Yeah, that was an awesome The headset, the headpiece alone was, like, probably 50, 60 pounds. Oh, I believe it. That thing was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Tim Curry is darkness. And Tom, uh, and Tom Cruise, I guess, I guess he did all those flips and stunts in that. That's all him. Because like I said, at that age, he was still doing like gymnastics and whatever. 
I, well, he's been doing it ever since, but like only up until recently, doing more action-oriented films. Yeah, has he been able to do more of that? Like, like I think Mission Impossible Two is where he really got to shine with that with that beach fight scene at the end mm-hmm. against uh, Doug Ray Scott. Yeah, doing like the cartwheels and the double kick twists and all that stuff. And then this latest one, he's hanging out at airplanes and doing flips off of poles. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the latest one. It's good. Yeah, really good. Um, but Tim Curry. But yeah, Tim. So that was the second one, and of course, what was your, the third one? Of course, Rocky Horror Picture. Rocky Horror Picture Show, which of course came out. How do you do? I <laughs> think you met my. That came out ten years before that. Um, wow, nineteen seventy-five is when the Rocky Horror Picture came out, which is like <laughs> it's forty <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Um, he, and, he was also in the Shadow. With Alec Baldwin. Remember, he's the dude at the, the ha ha ha, and he's shooting the machine guns, and he, the shadow drove him crazy. He had the Tommy guns, and he flew out the window. Uh, yes, Far, uh, Farley Claymore. Claymore, yeah. Was the character. Yeah, that, and that was in 1994. Yeah. Like, yeah, he had a, definitely an excessive He's like, I'm after you, Claymore. <laughs> <laughs> or Farley. Um, you know, he, he, He's done some great stuff, but the Rocky Horror Picture Show, that's that's actually the second movie that I know Tim Curry from, mm-hmm. um, that I recognize him as Tim Curry. The first movie that I recognize him as Tim Curry, which I didn't know at the time, but... Fern Gully. No. As the, the steamroller that was destroying the uh, forest. No, I did not. That was also Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> the, the slime machine or whatever. Yeah. No, my my first memory of Tim Curry was not a very happy memory. It was uh, Stephen King's It. Oh, yeah. The clown. Hello, Georgie. <laughs> they all flow down here, Georgie. <laughs> like, he scared the living crap out of me. I, I watched that for the first time recently, like, a couple of years ago. It's kind of like watching it like when I just did my Hellraiser marathon. Mm. I guess I'm just too old to be truly, truly terrified by it. It's like, well, oh, isn't that quaint? Well, yeah, I saw it on... Um, However, I did pour that to a friend of mine named Georgie, and she was not pleased because she does not like clowns. <laughs> and Tim Curry, <laughs> she's like, he's one of the most terrifying of them all. Yeah. he, Yeah. I remember um, hearing it, but, about the novel. You read the novel first, though. Yeah, And yeah. I remember that terrified you. Well, it, oh, the, the the book was... Like yeah, a lot of times, like it's, it's horrifying. But when you see the actual, and it wasn't even a movie; it was a, a TV, TV series, series uh, yeah. in a two-parter. But it came out in 1990, which I wasn't a, a child. Child, I was like 14. Yeah. Um, so I was I was a kid enough, but mm-hmm. when I saw, I was still that was probably one of the scariest things I had seen at that time. Um, but yeah, no, he did a phenomenal job in that role, like. Very, very... 26 years ago. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you yeah. keeping track. <laughs> 1990. Uh, yeah, 1990. Yeah. So 25, yeah. 25 years ago. Um, but yeah, no, he he did a tremendous job in that. And uh, I, remember being, after, I remember just being terrified of the idea of it. like Because you told us about how crazy it was. I don't remember if you ever expressed any particular details, but I remember being... Just scared to death, and you're like, and then there's gonna be a movie, and I'm like, I don't ever want to see it, you know. 
Yeah, no. It and was, now I'm just like, oh, look, Night Court, you know, Harry Anderson's in it. <laughs> He's freaking out like crazy. It's like so 80s, people using like very, you know, derogatory slang, you know. Well, and here's the crazy part is that at around that time, I also had a book that my buddy Dave let me borrow and I read that had to do with Batman. And it was a book about the Joker. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you've got the two clowns. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading this book, and it's a Joker. Part of it was uh, the Joker's a child um, and this other little boy. And you're reading the story, and you're going, okay. And, uh, you know, he's finding little animals or whatever, and he's killing them. They, they, mm-hmm. They're keeping their... I can't, like, I literally can't remember all of the details. Killing and skinning and all that. But, yeah, they're all the carcasses are Mm -hmm. are there. And then he brings the little boy, and the little boy's looking at it, and you're like, what the hell's going on? And he he kills a little boy. I'm like, Mm -hmm. whoa, what the hell? And then... Well, they say killing small animals is the first sign of a... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then he just moved up to a bigger, small animal. And then then he goes, it goes into... um, is this a novel or a comic? Oh no, it was it was a book. Like it was a book of short stories about Batman, and I literally mm. can't remember when it came out, but I feel it was around the same time. Um, maybe it was a couple of years later because um, I didn't know Dave back then, so I had to had to have been a couple of years. I'd have been like sixteen at least. Mm-hmm. Well, no, fifteen at least fifteen. But there's a story about um, a group of stand-up comedians, and this they're they're all performing, and this one comedian is horrible, mm-hmm. he's telling you know just horrible jokes, and all of a sudden this guy comes in, or I don't know if he's been a part of it the whole time, and he's in the back, and uh, this comedian comes up and he does his spiel and. It's just completely horrible, and he talks about his family dying or whatever, and the guy in the back is just laughing his ass off. Mm -hmm. And it's the Joker. And Mm -hmm. he finds out that Bruce Wayne or Batman is somebody on the stage. Mm -hmm. And so I don't remember if the lights came off or something like that happened, but all of a sudden they, they come back on or... And everybody has Batman masks on. And I, it's just, those are the only things I remember about it, but I remember that the Joker was in it. That's amazing. He was super scary. Like, to, in my mind, I'm like, oh, the, the Joker's scary, because I kept picturing Pennywise Pennywise going, it's this clown. It's this, and I hadn't really gotten to the comic books yet, mm-hmm. as far as Batman was concerned. No, we were always Marvel heads. Yeah, my very first comic book was X-Men Classics, number one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, no. So I hadn't really got into Batman uh, until a couple years late. Well, around that time, around that time, I started reading that, and then I got into the comics, and they were much more lighthearted than the book. But yeah, they weren't quite as scary as Pennywise. But yeah, Stephen King's It was the was it. Was it. Um, and then, of course, now that you mentioned Legend, I he was you terrifying in that. He was terrifying in that. So he he was he did some Especially really awesome. that charging, and then freaking Tom Cruise. Cut both his hands off with a sword twice his size. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, and then you mentioned Clue, and I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember him and Clue. One plus two plus three plus one plus two. 
Yeah, running. And then the fucking chandelier. <laughs> and he's running from room to room. And, and then he hit him with the gun. It's like, would you stop doing that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And then as as I got older, of course, I mean, you see, you see him. Tons of tons of work as well. Tons and tons of stuff. I mean, yeah, like if you go on from Stephen King's It. He was in a TV series called Peter Pan and the Pirates with mm-hmm. Captain James Hook. Yeah, it sounds like a BBC thing again. Um, but he was he was the voice. It's all uh, animated. He was oh, also yeah, the yeah, animated yeah. for uh, Fish Police, Sharkster, <laughs> in 92. Um, but yeah, like you said, a lot of voice work. Uh, Darkwing Duck. He was, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Taurus Bulba mm-hmm. uh, for quite a few episodes. Again, more. Uh, he was in Rose. He was on Roseanne. Really, in 1993, he was uh, Roger, mm. and uh, in a couple episodes in 1993. Oh my gosh! And I didn't even know he was in this. He was in a TV series that, to this day, I wish that they had finished. Um, or if they did finish it, I need to go find it. The Pirates of Dark Water. Never. I've heard of it vaguely. <laughs> it sounds like something I might have seen in an ad in a novel or a comic book or something like that. The Pirates of Darkwater. The, I can't even really tell you the complete story because I don't think they finished it. I think it mm-hmm. was canceled. But the Pirates of Darkwater was uh, this blondish little kid. Uh, not little kid, but this blondish character. And they had like, it was set in another galaxy, but they were pirates on the water. Mm-hmm. Um and Darkwater was kind of like this black goo or ooze that was taking mm-hmm. over, and they had to find these gems or crystals or something like mm-hmm. that uh, to to dispel the the, the dark water. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember watching, going, "Oh my gosh, they have so many more gems to get, and and that it's taken out." And then it was just off. But uh, yeah, he paid. He played Conk in uh, Pirates of. Darkwater, and he was in um, 20-something episodes, so it, there's a lot more episodes than I remember there being. Let's see, it's an animated series. Jody yeah. Benson, Frank Welker, of course, Hector Elizondo, George Newbern, Peter yeah. Cullen, of course, Jim Cummings, Brock Peters, Roddy McDowell, you know what? This does look vaguely familiar. It was in comic books. There were ads in comic books. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, a young man learns that... Three he, seasons, at least. Uh, 91 to 92. Yeah. Well, there's a... Yeah, season there one, There are seasons three. in 2002. Whoa. Did they finish that? But uh, their description Hold is... On. A young man learns that he is a prince with an urgent quest to save his world by finding 13 magical treasures of rule. That's right, the treasures of rule. Mm-hmm. This is, um, oh, the collection of season two. Um, hold on. Uh, season two, the collection one, um, 2001. Season two, the little Leviathan, 2001. 
Um, season three won The Beast and the Bell. Season one, Panacea. I guess this is the uh, collected editions that came out. Yeah, apparently there were eight episodes in season three. Because you type into Google and it says Twilight of Dark Water and then it says ending is like the second choice. Huh. Maybe they didn't finish it. After the last eight were produced, um, they were, the producer respectively pushed to keep them from ending the series that early. Yeah, apparently there are only 21 episodes because season one had five episodes, season two and three had eight. So, yeah, 21 episodes. I don't feel like they found all 13 treasures of rule. Yeah. But, yeah, Conk, um Yeah, I don't think I ever watched it, but I was aware of it. I always would think of it as Dark Waters. And yeah. I didn't know it was the Pirates of. Or yeah, the Pirates of Dark, Dark Waters Water. is the biggest part of the yeah. logo. But, yeah, that was that was a good show. I liked that show. Um, and that's right after Stephen King's it. Yeah, ninety because he did that the ninety, voice. and then that was ninety one, yeah. uh, two and three. And I, I had also no another thing I don't know if you were this the original voice for the Joker in the Batman the animated series. Yep. But oh yes, I did. I did hear that on uh, Batman on Batman before. Yeah, um, before Mark Hamill took over. And uh, they said it just did not work right. Like, he did a great job, and it was cool, but it just didn't, it was not what they were looking for. Yeah. So they pulled an Eric Dolts and pulled, took him out of there and had Mark Hamill go in and redo, <laughs> uh, like, two or three episodes. <laughs> Mark Hamill became the Marty McFly. Yeah. And, uh, and flew with it. No one can see anyone else doing anything any better. Mm-hmm. That Troy Baker, though, from the video games, he's the... Uh, He's done a pretty bang up job. He's got the the Hamill stuff down. Yeah, Troy Baker also does like he did um, Booker and uh, um, was the uh, oh my gosh I'm totally blanking. <laughs> um, the uh, with the with the big the the big daddies and little sisters and um. Big Brothers, Big Sisters? No, it's... I keep wanting to say Fallout because it's coming out, but it's not Fallout. It's, um... God dang it. (laughs) (laughs) It's... It's it's the one where a guy has, like, the arm piece and it's got the the twirling uh, blade he catches it and you can zip around and... um, Oh, my gosh. I'm dying. (laughs) I'm You're done. talking about the the new voice actor, uh, Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Yeah. What is it that you want to know? The game name of the game where he played the character Booker. It's it's part. It's like part four. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, come on. I can edit all that out. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> I do an Ultimate Spider-Man, Star Wars. Yeah. Lego Dimensions, Marvel, Skylander, Transformers, Batman, Dark Flight. Uh, he's doing the voice for Two-Face and Joker. Metal Gear Solid, four no. or five. Disney Infinity, Lego DC, Titans Grave, 
Phoenix Incident, Hunt the Truth, Hulk and the Agents of Smash, Mortal Kombat X, Infinity Crisis, he's playing Superman, uh, The Crew, Tales from the Borderlands, Far Cry 4, Bioshock Infinite, good lord. Yeah, Bioshock. I never guessed Bioshock. I don't know why I didn't. It was only the most popular game for like 15 years. He does a lot of work too. He does a ton of work. Yeah. Going through his uh, little thing. But, yeah. Curry. <laughs> but back to Curry. Um, it's funny because I don't even play that game, but I'm so animated about finding out the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you couldn't remember because you don't person. play. Yeah. You don't like first person. No. But here's... Um, Tim Curry was also in Dinosaurs. The TV series. Yeah, I know. The, uh, the, the dinosaur version of The Simpsons. Basically. Yeah. Or Family Guy, probably more accurately. Which is just a remake of The Simpsons. <laughs> But he played Jean-Claude, the devil, Winston. Um, yeah, so he was in Mighty Max, The Little Mermaid, the TV series. He was the evil Manta. Yeah. Um, Earth 2. <laughs> Let's forget about that. <laughs> he was in Aladdin. Played three different roles in that. The movie or the uh, TV, TV series? Oh, yeah. But, uh, some, let's see, what's more? There's yeah, tons of animated stuff. Uh, Congo in 1995. Yeah, with Bruce Campbell and, um, I can't remember any of the other actors that weren't important. <laughs> Bruce Campbell was only in that film for like three minutes. Yeah. Um, but he said he got to keep the boots, and there, he has them to this day. He's like, those are the best boots I've ever owned. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. Thank you, If Chins Could Kill, the autobiography of a world's greatest B-movie actor. Yeah. Well, and I didn't even know that there was a Titanic miniseries. I'm sure there were several. Um, he was Simon uh, Doonan. The captain? I don't know. Probably the captain. I didn't see it. it was or the engineer. <laughs> I don't think they give him just, you know, steerage hand or roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so I know the uh, the architect for it and the captain. Um, well, of course the captain was on board, but the architect of it was also on board. He was also in the the big Cameron Titanic. Of, you know, he's the guy who's just like, it's like, um, just pleading with the uh, what's her name? It's like, I, he's like, he's like, he's like, I just tried to make something beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, you can't forget um, Tim Curry as Gomez Adams in the Adams Family reunion, the TV movie. Oh yeah, we can. You can, <laughs> but come on, it's. I'm oh, sorry, Raul Ra- Julia just over over. Which stay tuned for that commentary track. That's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Double feature, which I also just watched recently. But yeah, Raul Julia just. Even better than Don Adams, which I heard is a lot of true uh, fans of the comic strip of Adams Family mm-hmm. do not like the uh, TV series. 
Oh, well, yeah. Purists. Now, you mentioned that Tim Curry had uh, tried out for the original role of the Joker mm-hmm. and got it. And, and then lost and it. And lost it. Or gave it up. or No, he lost it. <laughs> Bruce Tim is like, we had to let him go and get somebody else to do it. Yeah. Um, but he ended up, he did end up on an episode of Batman Beyond. Uh, Mutro mm-hmm. uh, Baba. Baffa. Um, and that's called, called Final Cut in 2000. So he made it. He made it. Now he's on top. Now he's now he's in the Batman universe. Again. And here's something I didn't uh, realize that they came out with. They came out with another TV, uh, another Voltron TV series called The Third Dimension. Is this the third one? Um, because there's Voltron with the cats, and then Voltron with the cars in space. This one is called Voltron I know, because Third I had the, Dimension. I yeah, I had the cats. I had the cars. Uh, this one does not, from the cover art, does not look very good at all. Well, in retrospect, a lot of that stuff does not look very yeah, good. But that was in... I, try, I have DVDs of He-Man. I can't make it through any episodes. <laughs> like, it's so rough. It's like, I can't do it. Well, it, times change. Again, yeah, but that was the greatest show on the planet when we were kids. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> they had, like, one episode with fake or and I demanded the character. <laughs> He's a blue He-Man with apple butter hair. Yeah, the, those and those an orange figures. Skeletor harness, corset, bra thing, whatever. But wasn't he in a movie with witches? Was he? Uh, Scooby, like he was the Scooby Doo in the witch? No, no, no. <laughs> he was he was a wizard. And there were, oh, I can't remember what it was called. I don't see it in here. If anybody's listening, you you know, make a comment. Let us <laughs> know what that is. I'm looking at IMDb and I can't. Uh, you can make one at Swing Bear Blue on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, actually, I'm at at Immortal Comics on Twitter. Mm. Um. <clears throat> Or you can just comment on the website or on our Facebook fan page, Set in Stone Podcast. At immortalsamurai.com. But he was in Star Wars, The Clone Wars, as Darth Sidious and uh, Chancellor Palpatine on the TV series in The Clone Wars. Really? Yeah. I've been watching that recently. I did not, I could not have pulled out. So now you can picture Tim. Well, they also, Darth Sidious, they put a lot of, uh, wait, Darth that's the one with all the robot arms, right? The, the, the Clone Wars? No, I mean Darth Sidious is. Or is that that's who Palpatine is supposed to be? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, that's his. And his name, he's not a. And the robot guy is not a Darth. He's a. Um, no, that's uh, General Grievous. General Grievous, yeah. Yeah, not not quite the same person. But yeah, he's had a long, extensive career uh, of. Just oh my gosh, just great stuff over and over. The worst witch, the worst witch. And when, when did that come out? That came out. Nine, no, hold on. Um, 1986. That's where he had the bat bow tie, right? Probably. I just yeah. remember going, oh my gosh, that's Tim Curry. 1986. Yeah. So that was the Grand Wizard. Right after. 
Pete. That was right after <laughs> Legend and Clue and um, Pennywise. Oh, before Pennywise. Yeah, before Pennywise, because I was ninety. <laughs> the Grand Wizard in the nineteen eighty six British TV movie, The Worst Witch, is equally as incredible to Doctor Frankenfurter. Anything can happen on Halloween. A tune that will ignite jack-o'-lanterns in your loins. <laughs> and of course, the first comment is a picture of him from Legend. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he's known to get a bit horny. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because there's the picture of the video. Yeah, it's the blue screen and. Yeah. That looks very bad. Save that for later. <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't checked out anything from anything Tim Curry, from Tim Curry. <laughs> one, what the hell's wrong with you? Exactly. Two, go do it. Yeah, check out his IMDB page and just go through anything. Like Again, Wait, if you haven't, you're wrong because you probably have heard him somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> Go through and at you, least you may say to yourself, "Oh my gosh, I I did not know that he was Rex Pester in the Rugrats movie, or that he was." And if you um, don't know that, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong? Rex Pester was the heart and soul of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, pick something up. Heck, uh, he was in Ben 10 Omniverse, the TV series. That show is huge. Forever King Joseph Chadwick. Um, so, oh my gosh, he, he was in Young Justice as Gordon Godfrey. G. Gordon Godfrey. Wow. And uh, tons of episodes, about eight episodes. Yeah, the fact that it's Tim Curry, they had G. Gordon Godfrey. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, uh, I don't know. What is, now, those are the first things you, you knew about Tim Curry. Are those also your biggest impressions yeah. of Tim Curry? Mm-hmm. Legend, Clue, and Rocky Horror. Yeah. And I wouldn't know anything about Rocky Horror if you hadn't put it on TV one night and then another night come home I could have sworn you were dressed as Frankenfurter. No. <laughs> I never dressed, dressed as Frankenfurter. Although I did go to the live uh, Rocky shows. and uh, Tropicana Cinema? Yeah, is that where it was? Yeah, that's the only place in town that plays it. Well, Sci-Fi Center does too, but Tropicana Cinema was doing it the longest before the Sci-Fi Center. Then, yeah, that started. must have been where, where I went. Yeah, the first time I went, I went with uh, my buddy Dave. Tropicana in Pecos. There was a Big Dog's. In that same plaza. That's restaurant. Yeah, I'm assuming it's gone. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I happened to go. It was a 20, oh my gosh. I want to say maybe it's the 20, 20, it had to have been the 20th anniversary. Just before I left. Um, yeah, the 20th anniversary of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, they had uh, free little grab bags where they had rice, they had cards, they had toast. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you they made... just had the uh, 40th anniversary Blu-ray come out. Yeah. Which I bought. Yeah, and I knew it was an anniversary uh, of some kind because, yeah, they had all this Maybe stuff. Maybe 25? No, because I've been in Vegas for two, or in Orlando for 20 years. So it had to have been celebrating the 20th anniversary. So we're at 95 then. Yeah. It was right before you left. Yeah, right before I left it had to have been. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. And I went to, it feels like it was before that, but, um, no, it had to have been at least the, the 20th anniversary. But then after, every time I went after that, I was like, oh, they don't do this every time? Like, <laughs> I had no clue that all of the stuff yeah. that they did, it wasn't a normal thing. But, um, yeah, my yeah, friend. No, I fell um, in love. This this young guy we know, um, he's like twenty four or something. He uh, his name's Rick. He plays Doctor Scott sometimes in the live performances. Yeah, and um, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, I really need to watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show," don't until you go and see it live at a theater. Because if you sit down at home and you pop in a DVD of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, you will say, "What is what? Do, what do people get out of this? This is like not that good well, of a no, movie." No, no. First of all, that's a bunch of bullshit. Because I watched it, and it was amazing. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it isn't great. It's great in all the worst ways. In all the worst ways, and they're fully aware of how. But it is amazing when you go before a live audience and the people are. Like, you're not really going to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. I just put it that way. You're going to have to go home and watch the movie without everybody yelling at the screen. But if you really want to get the songs and stuff, I would recommend watching it. You, I'm saying you can watch it, but but to really experience the Rocky Horror Picture Show, you have to see it live. Yeah, I, which I still have to do. Yes. It's, and I love that movie, so that gives you an idea how... Yeah, no, it, it, it's, a, it's a great movie in, like you said, the, all the worst ways. Um because it is, it is just hilarious. But when you have people throwing out the call-outs and you actually do get the interaction from the audience and uh, and the actors on the stage, because there'll be actors portraying the screen mm-hmm. and they'll be coming out of the audience, and it's just it is an, an amazing time. It's a, it's a great time. So uh, Google search your, your area, live Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I'm sure somewhere, even if it's a two-hour drive, it, it's worth the drive to go check it out. There's usually a midnight showing on Fridays or Saturdays or something in most cities. So go check it out and then let us know what you thought of it. It's one of the, uh, one of the first things I remember about Tim Curry. That was a happy memory mm-hmm. <laughs> outside of being shit, scared shitless because of us. Uh, Pennywise. Some, uh, some pale face makeup and a wig <laughs> and, and, and a giant demon. Uh, in darkness uh, through legend. So, yeah. So this was just a little love fest for Tim Curry. Yeah. Thought we'd share a, share a little bit of love and, and get you guys in, interested in some of the stuff that he's done over the years and maybe some of the stuff that you <laughs> weren't even aware of. At least last 40 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, since 68. So he's he's been at it for a long time. I mean, he was in The Hunt for Red October, Charlie's mm-hmm. Angels, um, or some of the things that you The movie have. or the TV series? Uh, the movie. The movie. 2000. Um, 
Yeah, he played uh, Roger Corwin in the Charlie in Charlie's Angels. But um, but yeah, go check him out. Find him on IMDb. Maybe we'll put a link in the description below. Yeah, I'm sure he's on. Well, maybe not. So is he on social media? Maybe on some level, but probably not. Fan pages, probably. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> Here's something I didn't even know about him. That Did you know that Tim Curry was a Methodist Royal Navy chaplain at one point in his life? I vaguely remember hearing something about that, yes. I think it came from the commentary track on the Rocky Horror, which is why he played the chaplain in the Rocky Horror, spoilers, in the scene with the... Uh, um, Damn it, Janet song. <laughs> yes. Because the farmer and his wife were um, Riff Raff and Magenta. Yeah. Richard O'Brien, creator and writer of the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, he was also, um, his, his first professional success was a, in a London production of Hair. And uh, he also did work did he for play, the Royal Shakespeare. Did he company. play the mom in Hair? That I don't see. But uh, I, I've seen that show. It's a good show. Yeah. And I saw it with uh, Harvey Firestein as the mother. Uh, the role that Divine did in the John Waters movie. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a fun show. And then John Travolta played it. Yeah, and it, it was in the um, the Royal Court Theater where he created the role of uh, Frankenfurter for the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. And he, which he also did uh, in the Los Angeles and the Broadway productions, and uh, which then turned into the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show back in 1975. So, and, and he's done tons of stuff theater-wise. If you're into theater... Oh, um, my gosh, I almost forgot. He played King Arthur in Spamalot on Broadway. Uh, yeah. With David Hyde Pierce as uh, Sir Robin. And Hank Azaria as... Um, Lancelot. Yeah. He was also an Amadeus. Well, of course. But Spamalot. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> yeah. That was huge. <laughs> that was right before um, Book of Mormon hit. A couple of, or, yeah, a couple of years before Book of Mormon hit. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It was... Uh, was it that? I'm trying to get it in order, but I know there's a run of three huge shows that everybody loved, like... Uh, um, oh, the producers, and then I think it was spam a lot, and then um, I was I so tried so hard to remember the producers. Uh, Book of Mormon, Book of Mormon, which I've heard is a good show. It's fantastic. The songs, at least, are fantastic. And Vincent saw I I introduced Vincent to the music, and then he went and goes went to go see the show, and I think it's in town or it's going to come back in town. However, little something, something, Netflix is going to start offering for an additional, like, dollar or something, two dollars a month mm-hmm. on your subscription to get live performances of Broadway shows. So if you ever want to see Book of Mormon or Hair or The King and I or, you know, uh, anything like that, you can. Then it's just an additional fee. And I was like, that sounds like that would be worth a couple extra dollars. <laughs> yeah. 
Culturize yourself, people. Yeah, watch Book of Mormon. It's <laughs> worth a couple of dollars. And here, we'll end this on a personal note from Tim Curry. He says, I'm not a conventional leading man at all and have no wish to be. Uh, Tim Curry, we love you. We, we hope you get better because, unfortunately, he stabbed a stroke yes, a little uh, while ago. Well wishes in your recovery. And uh, we'll be back on stage, damn it. People all around you, and we look forward to your up, any upcoming work that you have in the future. But check out Tim Curry. Thanks for joining us at the Set in Stone podcast. I've been Steve Stone. I've been James Stone. Find us at www.immortalsamurai.com. And remember, these things should be bagged and boarded, you heartless bastards. 